Welcome to our first Mock Newberry Book Club here at Ed White East Dim. We are so excited to have you here. I'm here with several um, fifth grade students. Um, my name is Mrs. Brown. I'm the school librarian, and my uh, co-host is Mrs. Swaney, fifth grade I'm teacher. Fifth grade teacher. And we have several fifth graders who are um, part of our book club, and we're excited to do this. So, ladies, if you want to introduce yourself, that, well, that would be great. <clears throat> My name is Mia. My name is Sarah. I'm Crystal. I'm Louisiana. Okay. So we're going to start with the first question. I'm going to pass it over to uh, my co-host, Miss Sweeney. Um, why don't you go ahead and start with that first one? Okay, ladies, out of all the books you've read, which one is the most relatable to kids? Mia, do you have a choice? Yes, um, the book Front Desk, because uh, it relates to kids uh, because there's a child and um, she she has a friend and it's also related to school and um, <clears throat> family problems and stuff. Good. Does anyone want to add to this question? Um, I'll, I'll add. Um, okay, Sarah. I think Temple Grandin is definitely a relatable, um, this book is definitely a re relatable because she is definitely talking about how you can become an inventor and how just because there's something wrong with you or just because, you know, something's happening or you just because you're you, you can still become whatever you want to become. Okay, so Sarah, you're talking about the book written by Temple Grandin, yep. Calling, Calling All Minds. Good. Okay. Crystal, do you have a choice? Front desk. Um, because... Uh, the author wrote about something she somewhat went through, so this was kind of like a story about her life, but different, so it was a uh, book that uh, she can relate to, and it's like from the perspective of a, a girl. because it talks about all these different kids who they're all going through a rough time with their family and um, not even their family, like just going through a hard time. Um, and they go into this different world of like characters and heroes and villains and they um, try to just become who they want to be in those characters. You know, I see your point in all of the things that y'all just said. Um, front desk, I, I just finished that one, and I really enjoyed that, but for that question, I, I think that that would be my choice as far as uh, being most relatable to kids' lives. And I'm just gonna go by one of the examples um, in the book 
where she didn't have any jeans and she had to wear these floral pants all the time. And then the girl that she somehow got these jeans from comes back unexpectedly. Oh, and then at the beginning of the story, when Jason um, turns out to be in her class, I, I just thought that that was something that all kids could relate to. I, I guess that's something, you know, as an um, adult reader, um, it's different because, you know, you've got your adult perspective and kid perspective, but seeing it through kids' eyes, I can see what you're saying for um, Calling All Minds and then also for Cardboard Kingdom of just, you know, being a kid, it's not easy. Um, and you've got a lot of things that you've got to make decisions about, but then there's there's definitely things you've got to cope with as a kid. I agree with that. Uh, the book that I choose chose as the most relatable to kids is something that maybe kids are not having to relate to now, but will eventually, unfortunately, need to relate to in their future, possibly near future. And it's Just by Jackie by Lindsay Stoddard. This is a girl who lives with her grandfather, and her grandfather is developing memory issues. He's got Alzheimer's. She's a biracial child, and she has to deal with bullying. So that's something that we're, we're seeing more of, and, and unfortunately with, old, with people um, getting more, uh, living older, there we are having more problems with Alzheimer's and memory loss, and kids of the preteen and teenage are gonna have to deal with having their grandparents where they may not remember as much. So that one made me cry. And it also made me think, okay, as an adult, I can relate to it, but I think kids can also relate to it because eventually it could happen with them. That sounds like a powerful book, this lady. I, that's my, yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the, the second question for today, um, we have four questions. Whenever we have our podcast, we're going to try to keep it to four or less questions. Um, so the second one is, um, talk about a memorable character from one of the books that you've read. Who'd like to talk about a memorable character? And it doesn't have to be the recent book. So the, a memorable character in front desk could probably be, um, what's her name, Mia, uh, because well, first, she's the main character, and second, she goes through a lot of things like bullying because she's Chinese, and then people are happy to get her in her math group, and then they bully her because she got the answer wrong. So, because she works at a motel, and it was about a motel if you put it like. The math problem was about a motel, and it was like, um, the, if, if someone wants to stay for like two hours, um, uh, and uh, 24 hours is $30, um, and what, if, what would the amount be that you have to pay? And she said, she said to her group, 30 
because you she thought that you don't give them a discount and because she works at um, motels for the day. I wouldn't, right? Yeah, because in real life you wouldn't, but the math, pro- she was incorrect because you were supposed to give them a discount. So, so I think she was a really memorable character. Mm-hmm. She's a strong character, definitely. Hey, Louisiana. So, um, a memorable character in the book Louisiana's Way Home is definitely the grandmother because um, the grandmother, she's very, how do I say this? She's very unique. Yeah. Um, she, she tells, she's always told Louisiana these things that she like should do or shouldn't do. And she's, she just tells um, Louisiana all these things. And then when like, when Louisiana finally um, meets this meets this boy um, that showed her that um, you know her grandmother I don't know how to explain it it's just she's very fierce I like that word fierce fierce okay if you'd like to go next And also because he didn't allow um, the main character to give up. He, if she didn't do, he would hold her accountable. And at the point where they're having to read the Westing game, and he's asking her, "Did you? Oh, I haven't. No, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I'm not going to give you the, my clues. I'm not do until you finish the Westing game." So he was definitely he's a strong secondary character. I think another secondary character that I really liked um, was in Mason, The Truth as Told by Mason Buttle by Leslie Connor. And it was the little boy Calvin Chomsky. He was like the opposite of Mason. He was very small, he was very uh, intelligent, he was, but they both had wonderful, good hearts. And he, built him up and so that I thought that was a real good um, character memorable 
And since you did two, I've got to add one more too. Um, and I can't even remember the name of the character, but in the journey of little Charlie. Um, do you remember the name of the character? Um, that Charlie, he, he went to Canada with this character and he was this horrible, horrible man. And the way he talked, it just stayed with me. It was so um, horrific, some of the things that he would do. And then his um, articulation was not the greatest. And so it was just the captain. The captain. Yeah, oh captain. my gosh. That was captain such Buck. Captain wow. Buck. Wow. That was an amazing little character that was very, very memorable. Do you want to do question three? Okay. Uh, question three is compare the book you read last week to something, another book, a movie, a fruit, etc., and explain why you made the comparison. I'm going to start this one because, like I said, um, in just like Jackie, I'm comparing it with my life because my dad has adult onset dementia, like um, Jackie's, or actually her name, her grandfather is the one her name is Robinson so she's she has to be just like Jackie Robinson and so I'm comparing mine I can see what she's going through with some of the stuff that I'm going through and my nieces and nephews are going through so that was a comparison with something that I am living who'd like to go next comparing the books you can compare it to another book would you like to go Sarah okay. um I'm gonna compare this to a fruit okay so I'm, I'm gonna say banana because when you open when you peel the banana there's always you don't you never know what's gonna happen inside so this is like that you never know like what's gonna happen like what she did and what all the other inventors have done so okay I like that I like that a lot too how about you Mia would you like to go um I would compare the book Amal and Bond to um, back in time when they were slaves, um, and they would take they would take slaves away from their home and separate them from their families. So, kind of like also indentured servants. Yeah, and that's how Amal got Because she yeah, because she had a debt to pay. Okay, good. Anybody else want to share, or are you gonna pass? Let me see. It's okay to pass if you want. So, I think I would like to compare last week's book, which was Front Desk for me. Um, I would compare Front Desk to a flower. It, it was delightful, but you know, there were some not so great smelling parts to it. <laughs> and so, um, but it was a beautiful book. It was just, it, overall, it was just beautiful. Yeah. So our last question is, um, what book are you most excited to read next on the list? And I'm going to have to go first on this one if it's okay with everybody. I'm going to have to go with Miss Swaney's choice, um, just like Jackie. She was telling me that this is such a page turner and I really enjoy reading just the really good, strong page turning books. So I'm most looking forward to this book, just like Jackie. Uh, the one that I'm looking forward to, I already snatched from Mrs. Brown before she even cataloged it. I said, here, you can have the cover, is Harbor Me by Jacqueline Woodson. I've been waiting for that book. It's, it 
wasn't put on our list because we didn't have it yet, but it was always going to be on our list. So I'll be reading that tonight. Crystal and Mia, um, it sounds very interesting and exciting and just I'm looking forward to reading Louisiana's Whale because from what I've heard from Louisiana that it was really good and it sounds very interesting. The book I'm looking forward to read is also Louisiana's Way Home because the way Louisiana has been talking about it sounds very interesting. Okay. The book, sorry. <laughs> the book I want to read next is um, Wild Robots Escapes by Peter Brown because I've read the previous book, Wild Robot. It's a really good one, so. Well, that concludes our first uh, podcast ever at NYE STEM Elementary of our Mock Newberry Book Club. Um, Stay tuned next week, and we will discuss more great books. Welcome to the next edition of our Mock Newberry Book Club. And today we've got a special guest here, um, our assistant principal, Ms. Torres Sanchez. Welcome to our podcast today. Hello, and I'm so excited to be part of this podcast today. And I'm, I'm really excited to learn lots of things about uh, different books today. Yay, we're thrilled to have you here. And again, my name is Mrs. Brown. I'm the school librarian here at Ed White East Dem Elementary. And my co-host um, is... Mrs. Wayne, fifth grade. Okay, so are y'all ready to get started? Woo! Okay. All right, so question one. Um, what was your favorite sentence from the last book you read? And, of course, tell us why it's your favorite sentence. And um, don't forget to tell us the name of the book. Okay, Mia, would you like to go first? Um, My favorite sentence is from the book Amal and Bond. And um, it's where she says life is full of first things. And it's just the reason why it's my favorite sentence is is because it's a a welcome feeling. uh, And... um, I agreed with it. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, um, Crystal, would you like to share your favorite sentence and explain why? Okay, and that just 
spoke to you as far as being a really important issue. That's very perceptive of you to, mm -hmm. of you to pick up on that. Okay, um, Louisiana, would you like to go next? So what do you learn from that to get back on your, what is, what is she to, to saying? After something happens, don't like give up or just like fall down. You need to get back up and try again. That's good. I think that's one of life's important lessons. If there's one thing to learn, it's that one. That's good. Um, Sarah. a powerful sentence mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay and Luna so I like the sentence what is he doing did he think I was a beggar that um, that everything was for sale so this is from the book um, Amal Unbound and I really liked it because it just shows her like some of her characteristics like how she's not afraid she just say something when her mind just wants to say it. And the lesson there, I think, is that um, sometimes when you say things out, it can be good or bad because what happens after she says that is pretty sad for her and her family. Mm. Wow. Mm, that's pretty, very deep. I'm glad you picked up the lesson. Very nice. Okay, and Miss Sweeney. I really can't pick a favorite one. My, the book that I'm drawn to right now is Just Like Jackie, but um, it's about the little girl that she doesn't know a lot about her family. And so mm -hmm. she's like, she doesn't know, she doesn't know what's in her core. So she passes on the talking stick and she goes, there's definitely not sweetness in Alex's core and not mine either. I don't know what my core is made of, except maybe Grandpa's one quarter, but it's not all syrupy sweet, that's for sure. It's not like the center of a perfect sugar maple. It's like tight, like a knotted piece of firewood, gnarled and hard to chop through. Ew. So she's got to she's got to work through issues to try and be better, so their grandfather, she doesn't lose her grandfather. Mm. And so it's like she knows that she has to, and she knows it's going to be hard for her to do that. Sounds like a really good book. Mm. I can't wait to look mm. at Just Like Jackie. I would say my favorite sentence from my recent book uh, that I read was, The Truth is Told by Mason Buttle. And I think that's probably got to be really hard to go around with the last name Buttle because the, the kids in town, they, they tease him relentlessly for his last name. And he, um, he has a reading problem and life is hard. 
um, but he overcomes it. Um, he's he's very attuned to other people's emotions and, and other people's feelings, and so he's very smart when it comes to to that. And so I like this sentence most of all, the last sentence in the book, knowing what you love is smart. And I think that's one of life's deepest lessons. I mean, if you could really just do what you love and know what you love, that you're just better off for it. Because I think a lot of times, you know, we tend to do things for this reason or that reason, but we neglect to do some things that we, we love. So that was my favorite. Okay, question two. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry, no, Miss okay. Torres. I'm going to do Ms. mine Torres too. Miss Torres, yeah. go right ahead. Okay, so the favorite sentence from the book that I read was Rebound by Kwame Alexander. I read that over the Christmas break, and it was really, really good. And the sentence that I picked was, you put the wrong people on your team, and you're going to lose every time, whether you mean it, mean to or not. I think this is very strong in this story because <clears throat> the main character, Chuck, he was nicknamed by his grandfather, goes through a lot of trying to figure out who's good for him and who's not good for him, friend-wise, and what, in some experiences that he goes through, he learns, and that kind of coincides with the basketball theme in the book, too. So making sure you pick the right people for your team that's good for your soul, good for you as a person. So that was a strong sentence, I think, in, in that story. So. Wow, that's yeah. really good. I can't wait to look at that book, Rebound. Um, so question two, let's take a look. Um, so we have here, uh, talk about the book that has a strong theme or lesson. What book has the strong theme or lesson? Okay, and this can be any of the books that we've read so far on our whole list. Sarah, would you like to go first? So, um, Ghost Boys, it, it has a strong theme a really powerful book um i just have to ask as a fifth grader what what age do you think is most appropriate for ghost boys just in your opinion you know you think fifth grade okay what do the rest of you think fifth grade fourth or fifth yeah i have a fourth grader i'm thinking about letting him read that um so crystal would you like to uh talk about your book with a strong theme or strong lesson? was Esteban. It's yeah. been a while since I've read that. Um, Esteban, uh, he, he, 
talking about is that these kids when they were put in that group were not were not friends they were just classmates and they they would have like I mean they're they would kind of be mean to each other, but not really mean, but just kind of like short with each other because they, they didn't know each other. But then when he would come and look sad, they started to empathize with him. They started to feel what he was feeling, and they started to care mm-hmm. about each other. It was a, a bonding experience that, that they learned in that room. I thought it was a modern-day breakfast club. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. much like a modern-day breakfast club. Mm-hmm. They were like forced to go in there. It's kind of like the same. I'm going to jump in off her first. Mm-hmm. With just like Jackie, um, the little girl Robinson is had decided to pop one a bully, and they get put into a counseling group, and they have to talk, and that's where she's like, Mm-mm, can't do pass, pass. I'm not going to do this. But in the end, they start to realize what everybody else is feeling and they start to understand that the reason he's doing that is because of this, that they're they're acting the way they are because of what happens in their lives and they start to kind of care about each other. Yeah. So it's a good tie. And I think to tie into those two books, same thing, uh, Can I Touch Your Hair? Um, as far as being a book with a strong theme or lesson, um, it's about two uh, kids in a class and they're put together um, as a pair um, to work as a group and so they're not friends um, but they they learn at the end of the day that they're they're human and they have more things that are alike than their differences mm-hmm. um, one is black and one is white and um, it's, it's just a, a really good book and um, it talks about in fact that's not the whole title the whole title is can I touch your hair poems of race mistakes and friendships and at the end of the day, there's a strong friendship that's built. It's showing that you don't have to be just like everybody. Right. Yep. Hmm. Louisiana. And, you know, I'm actually I'm enjoying that book right now. And I think the strongest thing that book has about it is its voice and the, the memorable way that they talk. 
Um, the one that st stands out in my head is uh, when Louisiana, she's in this hotel and it's got this crazy little name. And so um, the granddaughter of Louisiana, she's about to go and sing at a funeral. So then they have enough money to stay at the hotel the next night. And the grandmother, she's sitting there sleeping in bed because she had all of her teeth yanked out because they were all rotten. And so all of this happened on this crazy road trip, all just out of the blue. And so um, the voice in that book, it's, it's so strong and very unforgetful. So did you want okay. to talk about? Okay, so theme with well, I, the book that I read was Rebound. I think about um, the title itself, Rebound, and you know, of course basketball is kind of throughout the story, but rebounding, Chuck is trying to rebound, which is the main character in the story, from his uh, father's death. His father had died the previous summer before. And so all of these things he's going through in life, trying to rebound through grief and then still having to deal with finding who he is and then also dealing with a new relationship he's gotten with his grandfather and grandmother, all these things he's rebounding from, from, from the death and all the things he's going through. So that wow. rebound, you know, the title itself. So, wow, yeah. that's really deep. Um, Let's see, I, it is uh, about time. Um, so I'm going to wrap up our uh, podcast for today. And please stay tuned because we're coming up on the big announcement of the uh, Newberry Award coming out on January 28th. So before that, we're going to reveal to you the book we think, the book we guess that's going to win. Woo! Thank you.